The Encouragement Express is pulling in. It's the Encouragement Express radio show. The Encouragement Express train has pulled in. It's the Encouragement Express radio show. Coast to coast and around the world through cyberspace and through such great podcast networks as Anchor.fm, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Breaker, Radio Public, Google. And of course, you can always hear the Encouragement Express radio show at theencouragementexpressradioshow.com and it ends up right there in your computer, smartphone, or your iTablet. It's an old-fashioned whistle stop of encouragement, I love to call it, like a cool glass of water along your journey of faith. And it's designed especially for my senior friends and caregivers around the world. And those of you that are younger listening, I call you my pirate listeners, just butting into the broadcast here. But hopefully, you'll take some encouragement with you as well. Thanks for tuning in. It's the radio show for the week of April 4th, 2021, which would be Easter Sunday. Now, I'm actually recording this. (laughs) Folks, I'm tracking behind by a few days here, and I'm having a hard time catching up, but I'm starting to gain the upper hand. I'm actually recording this on April 6th, a Tuesday. So forgive me for that, but I'm going to get caught up here on all of my ministry duties. It's been quite a couple months, but we're getting there. Good things are happening, though. I'm Michael Facciani, soloist, music evangelist, and the spiritual UPS man, the guy that picks up God's encouragement from the doorstep of your heart. I scan it spiritually, I package it, and take it to the next destination. And I saw a UPS man here just a little bit ago. It's warm here in Iowa on this great day. Going to be close to 80. He was out there in his shorts delivering packages. And I have my sweat outfit on here delivering some spiritual packages right now. Uh, We're we're close to uh, 700,000 ground miles friends. Uh, We're going to be close, but right about at 698,000 about this time next week. And so we're going to go over the 700,000 mile mark here before our 10th year uh, is up, which will be June 1st. So um, thanks for tuning in today. I've got some great, here's the theme. Exercise your bragging rights, okay? Exercise your bragging rights. If you're not a bragging person, at the end of this radio show, I'm hoping that this little encouragement is going to transform you into the biggest braggart on the planet, okay? You might say, I'm not that kind of person. I understand that. But we're going to talk about a special circumstance where you have some bragging rights, okay? Now, if you're new to the Encouragement Express radio show, uh, if you're new, listening on one of the podcast networks or whatever, I want to welcome you to my senior family of friends listening right now. But here's a little hint. And if you, if you don't catch this hint, you might get stumbled up a little bit. I don't want that to happen. Uh, don't listen as if this is a big teaching or preaching program. You might get some teaching and preaching in there. But this is an encouragement session. I want you to look at me as a friend, not a pastor or an evangelist or a teacher or anything like that. Just a friend. Uh, and I want you to have an experience in encouragement. That's why I like to call it <clears throat> a cool glass of water along the way or an old-fashioned whistle stop. So here we go. Um, 
You know, of course, the, the Bible talks a lot about humility, right? Of course, we know that, being humble. Um, but there is a time, uh, Apostle Paul talked about it. He actually talked a lot about boasting and, and bragging, depending on which um, uh, uh, translation of the Bible you use. You might have the word bragging or boasting uh, or, or, or glorying in something. Um, but I'm talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ and more so the, the cross first, the cross of Christ. The cross to the world is a peculiar thing. It's something that's not understood. And even in some of our lives, we don't totally understand the cross. But we need to. Because the cross is something that really uh, differentiates our faith with the faith of other, quote, religions out there. Again, I mention this probably every radio show here, but we need to remember that Christianity is technically not a religion. When you define religion as man's attempt to reach out to God, that's religion, us reaching out to God. Christianity was God reaching down to man through his son, Jesus Christ. And so when he was crucified on the cross, you know, the Bible talks about us glorying in the cross. Uh, I was using this um, uh, scripture on Friday when I, I had a chance to share uh, in Tama, Iowa, um, at the Good Friday service, Apostle Paul was speaking in Galatians 6.14. He said, but God forbid that I should boast God forbid that I should boast, except, except, <laughs> are you ready? Except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Now, catch this again here, because we, we, we shouldn't be doing a lot of boasting, okay? We, we just shouldn't be, we, we need to be humble in our Christian lives. Jesus was, you know, humbled himself even to the death on the cross. Now, he humbled himself, but we, see, there was a great exchange that took place on the cross. He humbled himself to death, even death on the cross. But Apostle Paul says, but God forbid that I should boast, except, <laughs> except in the cross of our, our Lord Jesus Christ. The cross was a symbol of death. And when we understand what took place on the cross, a great exchange took place on the cross where Christ took on our sin and we took on his righteousness. The Bible says he became sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Our righteousness doesn't come by anything we do. Now, when I was in the, uh, on Friday, was when I was in the Good Friday service, um, I, I just had people... I said, raise your hand if you're a really good bragger. And I think there was one person that raised their hand. Hey, I'm a good bragger. I can brag. Um, because my, my encouragement to them was I wanted them to be a good bragger. And I want you to also. But only about the cross of Christ. Not your own works. Not your own talents. Not your own calling. Not your own gift. Not all that. 
Not all of the, quote, great things that you do or I do. No, no, we're not going to brag about that. We'll brag about the cross. The cross of our Lord Jesus Christ where that great exchange took place. Our sin that he bore and then his righteousness that he gave to us. It's a tremendous thing. So I was asking, is there anyone here that's a great bragger? There was, I think there was a lady that raised their hand. And then, I know the lady, it was Joan. Joan was pointing to the pastor, Pastor Kenny, one of my very dear friends in the whole world. She didn't, he didn't see this, but right behind Pastor Kenny was Joan pointing to Pastor Kenny. <laughs> no, I don't know why she was pointing to Pastor Kenny other than, hey, he can really brag right there. I don't know what that all means. I'm just glad I thought, okay, I'm not, that's between both of you. Everyone laughed in that. But so most of the people, though, and this is my point, weren't claiming to be a big braggart, a big bragging person. You might say, you know what, Michael? I'm not either. I'm not the type of bragging person. Well, you know, I'm not talking about being sensationally a a bragging person but really standing up and really saying hey it was the cross it was the cross it was the cross wasn't anything i did not my great love for god i know a lot of people now here's one here now don't get mad at me (laughs) here's one example sometimes of how we brag about something And we're kind of bragging about the wrong thing. Are you ready? Now, put your hands behind your back, and I want you to hit the pause button on your phone or on your computer or your iTablet. But I hear a lot of people bragging about how much they love God. Okay, well, I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And I even, when you read, you know, the New Testament, and you read the, 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 the Gospels, Jesus talked about loving God and loving your neighbor as himself, but he was talking about the law and the prophets. He was talking about the Old Testament law. What really summed up, what really sums up the law and the prophets, the Old Testament, what sums it up? And Jesus talked about it, to love God with all of your heart, all of your strength, all of your might, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Now, am I saying that you shouldn't love God and you shouldn't love your neighbor? I'm not saying that. But you need to remember Jesus was referencing the Old Testament there. The New Testament, the New Testament is about God loving us, you see. And we see we can brag about that because that's part of the cross. So, now don't get mad at me here. You can read through here. And, and I had to have someone point this out to me at one time. And when they did, the light went on. And sometimes when the light goes on, you know, in our heart and we understand something, it almost affects us physically. Do you ever notice when it just dawns on someone, the light bulb went on, so to speak. And even physically, they are startled into life. If we can understand that it's not about us loving God. Now, I'm again, I'm not saying we shouldn't love God, but the important thing and the main thing for us to brag about is the fact that he loved us. For God so loved the world that he gave 
he gave. There's the cross again, because he gave and he ended up on the cross. So we can brag about God's love because that love was displayed on the cross. But you see, when we brag about our love for him, hey, I love God, I love him with all my heart. Well, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. We can make that statement. We can exercise that in our lives, but we shouldn't be bragging about that. What we should be bragging about, Apostle Paul's talking about, that he shouldn't boast in anything except in the cross, in the cross. Exercise your bragging rights. You know, if someone really challenges you on your faith or really says, hey, what is it all about? You can say, the cross. The cross is an offense to many. Many can be offended by the cross, but we can actually glory in that cross and we can boast in that cross. And so, again, I'm not trying to trying to have some fun here, but I'm not telling you to go out and get in someone's face or be a sensational bragging person. But I'm saying that you can stand up and I can stand up boldly and exercise our bragging rights in the cross. You know what it was? It was the cross. It was the cross. You know what the difference is between, you know, the Muslim faith and the, the, the Hindu faith and the transcendental faith, all of those different faiths out there and quote religions, the big difference is the cross and the subsequent resurrection in our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, we need to get that mentality in our lives um, where we are living in the spirit and living and not in the flesh. The, our, our flesh you know, is we, we want to brag about ourselves a lot. We want to do that. We want to brag about being able to do this, being able to do that. But what we really need to be bragging about and really exercising our bragging rights on is the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this is where, you know, you can separate all the politi politics out there, all of the wrestling, the pulling back and forth of the different sides of the aisle or whatever. But the thing that really is going to make a difference in this world is Jesus Christ. And it's what he did on the cross. I was watching a, a documentary on, on Billy Graham. Couldn't sleep a couple nights ago and uh, have a dear pastor friend, Pastor Ron, sent me a link with a part one of a documentary and um, it, I couldn't sleep so it was like one it was a quarter to two in the morning and Mia was also having a hard time sleeping so she uh, she went downstairs and so in bed there I, I pulled up uh, and watched this documentary and one thing I loved about uh, Billy Graham was preaching the cross preaching Jesus Christ and he was he was doing it so powerfully and with such an anointing but it was so simple his message but the way he delivered it and the power and the anointing that he talked about when it came to the cross and how he in, invited people to come forward to the foot of the cross was so powerful and sometimes I believe we we just compliment we, we really complicate things you know, um, even even 
Many times in the preaching that we hear, it's almost like we we preach a message that a dear friend of mine, his name is Joel, and he's really excellent at, at, uh, uh, he's a lay person, doesn't consider himself as a ministry person, but he's, he's come upon a real understanding of the grace of God. And I love to see his little messages on Facebook um, where he talks about the grace of God. And he made an illustration that when we come to Christ, God didn't pull a bait and switch thing on us. If you're familiar with that, that phrase, and I'm not even sure what that one means other than this. It's like it's almost a deceptive sales tactic, a bait-and-switch type of a thing, where one thing is shared, but in reality, it's something totally different. And sometimes the gospel, which isn't really the gospel, is presented in a bait-and-switch form where we come to Christ willingly understanding that it was what Christ did on the cross nothing that we could do nothing that we could accomplish to gain our own salvation yet after we come to Christ all of a sudden there are different rules and regulations that are placed into effect and this can get a little confusing in the new testament we need to be real con- if if we don't understand the New Testament in light of the Old Testament, two different covenants. The only rule there is is the rule in the law of faith, the rule of Christ and the law of faith. It's what he has done, not us. You see, some believe that you come to Christ and you are given that gift of eternal life, but it's up to you to kind of sustain it. It's up to you to preserve it. It's up to you in what you do to uphold that covenant. When really the new covenant, and not to get too far into the weeds, was really a covenant between God and Jesus Christ. Of course, Jesus Christ is God, but it's a covenant that God made with himself. Jesus kept the righteous requirements of the law. Doing a little teaching in this one here. I said it would sprinkle. Getting a little heavy on the salt and pepper here, maybe a little bit. But here's the thing I want you to catch. And that is that exercise your bragging rights in the cross. In what Christ did. In the righteousness that he provided through the cross. In the love that he exercised when he went to the cross. Not to be bragging about our love for God. Now, you love God with all of your heart. Go for it. And I'll do the same thing. And I'm going to try to do But I'm not going to put any credence into that. I, I, th- that is not what it's about. It was about his love for me. I could never love God well enough to be saved. Muzzle faced it. Now, I, I love God. I love God for what he's done for me. I love him for what he's done for my family. I love him for who he is. But you know what? My love is squat compared to his love for me. See what I mean? So in no way, no, no way am I in saying not to love God. But we need to keep this in perspective when we start to kind of get into a, here's a word, braggadocious. I think that's a word. We used to use it all the time. I haven't used that one for decades. We get into this braggadocious thing where we start bragging about 
our great love for God. When that really is an Old Testament thing, the New Testament part is where God loved us. Does that make sense? All right, if it doesn't, you're going to have to rewind and listen again. Okay, so we need to be careful when when we come to Christ, and this was this is a great, uh, and, and now I'm in my 45th year of knowing Christ personally because on April 1st, I, that was my 44th anniversary, April 1st, 1977. Now I'm in my 45th year knowing Christ as my Savior. But you know what? For over half of those 45 years, you've heard me talk about this before, I was in that mode, that bait and switch thing, where I came to Christ because of what Christ did for me, and I was given eternal life. But I got into this pattern, and I got a little sucked into some of that teaching and quote philosophy where you come to Christ, but then all of a sudden you need to switch gears here a little bit, and you need to do this, and you need to do that, and you need to do this, that, and the other. And the fact is you don't. The work is complete. But your faith in him causes you, causes you, and, 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 and empowers you. God's grace and your faith in Christ empowers you to be a son or a daughter of God and to walk in those good works. All right. Well, it's good to know that. And, and it was just refreshing for me after more than 22 years of thinking that I had to continually do things for God to be pleased with me. Hmm. I had to give more. Hmm. Gee, I better pray more. Hmm. Not that that's a bad thing. But I was constantly focused on what I was doing. I was doing what I was trying to do. What could I do today? I, I, I. Forget that. God loves you. And he approves of you because of Jesus Christ. And he has made you free to serve him. You see that? Exercise your bragging rights. Exercise your bragging rights. I have a song here I want to uh, do for you. And um, one of the greatest songs of the 1970s. <laughs> I sang this one on Good Friday. And I forgot some of the words toward the end. Um... Uh, but uh, if you want to see me forget some of those words, I think they recorded it on Facebook over at the Tama Meskwaki Celebration Church uh, Facebook page. I haven't looked at it. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at myself forgetting those words. But there's a lot of words in it. But this is Peter's story of maybe when he was hiding out after he denied Christ three times. It's called He's Alive. Very powerful song with a very, very powerful message. And I'll come back and pray for you. The gates and doors were barred, all the windows were fastened down. I spent the night in sleeplessness, arose at every sound. Half in hopeless sorrow, half in fear the day, would find the soldiers breaking through to drag us all away. Just before the sunrise, I heard something at the wall The gate began to rattle And a voice began to call I hurried to the window Looked down into the street Expecting swords and torches And the sound of the soldiers' feet There was 
was no one there but Mary So we went down to let her in John stood there beside me As she told us where she'd been She said they'd moved him in the night And none of us knows where The stone's been rolled away Now his body isn't there Now we both ran toward the garden John ran on ahead We found the stone in the empty tomb Just the way that Mary said But the winding sheet they wrapped him in Was just an empty shell How and where they'd taken him Was more than I could tell Something strange had happened there Just what I did not know John believed a miracle But I just turned to go Circumstance and speculation Couldn't lift me very high Cause I'd seen them crucify him Then I watched him die Back inside the house again All the guilt and the anguish came Everything I'd promised him just added to my shame When at last it came to choices, I denied I knew his name And even if he were alive, it wouldn't be the same Suddenly the air was filled with a strange and sweet perfume that came from everywhere Drove shadows from the room Jesus stood before me With his arms held open wide So I fell down on my knees And just clung to him and cried He raised me to my feet And as I looked into his eyes Love was shining out from him like sunlight from the skies Guilt and my confusion disappeared in sweet release And every fear I ever had just melted into peace He's alive. It's something that you and I can be thankful for. And remember, we've been talking about exercising your bragging rights and mine, but not in us, in the cross and the fact that our Savior is risen from the dead. 
and and we celebrate Easter um, and the Resurrection Day. But, you know, we we should be celebrating that every day. But isn't Easter special? I hope you had a good one. Um, I'm going to be praying for you going into this year after uh, Easter. I I just pray that that, uh, let's just pray right now. Father, I pray that the refreshing of the, the Easter season just continues in the heart of my friend as they listen right now and their family, Lord. And I pray that just we won't be bragging about anything except like apostle paul said the cross of our lord jesus christ thank you thank you O god for sending your only begotten son so that we could believe in him and have eternal life help us to share that powerful glorious and much needed message in jesus name well, I'm Michael Facciani, soloist, music evangelist, and the spiritual UPS man, promising you I'll continue to carry your encouragement with me for ten thousands of miles. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking